Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Hello! Welcome to Business Garage 2021. Come on, studio audience, show us some love. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. If you just joined in, you are right on time. And you're so blessed because you've joined us for the very first Business Garage of 2021. Yes. And so, as always, we are committed to bringing you kingdom businessmen and businesswomen who are, and moreover, Ugandan kingdom businessmen and businesswomen, young, vibrant, who are telling you that this is a land of opportunity and it is possible to be a believer, to do business the kingdom way and to succeed. And today I am very privileged to be bringing to you the CEO, president, what are the other terms we use here at Business Garage? A founder, eh? very serious. Mr. Tony Atida, who is the leader of Milestone Onwards Limited. Welcome, Tony. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you see how we are started? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be deceived. This man is full of such power. So if, I want you to share the link, guys, seriously. Share the link, share the link, share the link. Share it everywhere because this story, you want to hear it. You want to hear it. And, and so I'm going to start right away. Tony, welcome. And so I want to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about just tell us your, your your name let them hear your voice i might have said another name which is not yours and then you tell us what you do then i'm going to start asking you a little bit more questions yeah thank you bethry uh, my name is tony atida ceo milestone onwards limited milestone onwards limited is an it solutions company i'm a father of three married to one beautiful josephine atida Hello, Josephine, we send you greetings. You're here in the audience. She's there seated looking like this, like she's unaware. We are very excited. You know we love marriage here at Worship Harvest, so it's even more exciting when it's couples and they are growing together. Tony, tell us the story of, did you start Milestone Onwards Limited in S1? As in, where does it come from? How do you end up where you are? Like, in terms of what did you study? Did you study things to do with what software you're doing? Engineering. Software engineering. Yeah, okay. So you did software engineering, and then what happened after that, and how do you end up doing Milestone Onwards Limited? Yeah, in, uh, in 2012, I was employed by a company called Service and Computer Industries for about seven years by then. So in 2012, uh, we're doing things of side gigs. You know when you have like a small company in the briefcase, and then when you go to other people, you have to have a registered company. So 2012, registered Milestone Onwards Limited, but it was a briefcase company. So 2012, uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, my awesome mentor, Ronald I salute you, sir, introduced me to Worship Harvest. Now in 2017, I had uh, complimented about... Uh, quitting for a while and uh, I joined Harvest Institute. Woohoo! Harvest Institute is something I joined, the things you just go in, knowing, not knowing what you're going to do, but you join the crowd. So I joined and uh, on the first teaching, Apostle talk while doing the five levels of leadership by John Maxwell, it says, the person writing your story is the person you're complaining to most. And I'm like, 
Ah. <laughs> Ooh, did you hear that? I'm complaining about this job and winning, and these guys are writing my story. So, Feb, as Feb came in, I made sure the general salary comes in first, <laughs> then I left. And you, you need to know that when I left in 2017, starting milestone now, going for more. I was also planning my wedding, but that's the story for Fireplace. Uh, uh, we are going to come and ask you a little bit about that story, but first I have continue. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> 2017, we, 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 we leave, and then I, I put up a small shop in Equatorial with a few friends of mine. Then we were there in Equatorial pushing on with things. Then around uh, October, there towards my wedding, uh, a group of URA guys come to us to vet us for, for VAT because we had to go legal, we had to make sure we have all the legal documents running. And the team that came to our small office or shop was bigger than the chairs that were inside our office. <laughs> and guess what happened? We didn't get the VAT and I was hurt. I made it a point that after my wedding, the next year I was going to shift and move out of Equatoria and get a better corporate big space. And that's what happened in 2018. Uh, 2018, we left and moved to Oma, where we are currently. And uh, during 2018, I joined the coaching team of uh, Pastor Chris, the Gazelle team. And uh, during that Gazelle meeting, we had segments of uh, KPIs and everything, where you have to put people in their positions. And guess what happened? Uh -huh. I was the salesman. Uh -huh. I was the technician. Uh -huh. I was the delivery guy. Uh -huh. I, basically, I was everything. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. You are self-contained. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're like, okay, if we're going to take the thing to the next level, I need to come up with, first of all, systems. Then, too, I need a team I'm going to work with. I can't be a, a, a one-man show. And that has been our journey. We've, we've, we've grown up to where we are. We're currently employing six permanent people wow. and uh, five uh, temporary uh, technicians who come on every time when you ever have a big backload. We, yeah. We started, I think, our first year, our turnover was about... Uh, now no, we're 21st, wait. You, it's like he's finishing the story before we... We've just asked you one question, he's finishing the summary. Uh, so we're going to first take you back. So, Tony, you have this dream in 2012, you register it, you're doing your briefcase company, and then five years later, you make a decision to now real, you know, take off the band-aid and say, this is the thing, let's do it. But you are a man with responsibilities at that point. Yes. You had a family, yes? It's a wife and three kids. You had a wife and three kids by then. So what made you make the decision, get to the point where you were willing to leave the comfort and security? Because there's someone watching you who has a dream. They are probably doing their car briefcase thing, but they are looking at, they are scared of what they hear. Even if I'm not very happy, at least I'm assured of a monthly income. How do I leave that and go into the unknown world of business where I have to pay rent, I have to pay taxes, I have to all these things and then still be able to take care of my family? What, what got you to that point? Was, what was it even at home? Was your wife excited about this move? You have to tell us the truth. <laughs> wow. Uh, She's so laughing too much, so yeah, I suspect yes, other things. Uh, sorry, babe, I have to mention this. So in, uh, <laughs> In 2017, uh, I was getting a salary, but that money wasn't enough to sustain my family. Mm. We're always struggling, paycheck to paycheck, borrowing from here to there. You know, I was those guys, there are people who would see my call and know what I'm going to say. Oh, no. Yeah. So I got tired of that kind of life, and I was like, no, I'm going to quit. Then, too, I'd also realized a trend whereby my side gigs 
from my briefcase company was bringing in more, a little more money than, than the, the, the salary that I was going to mm. get monthly. I talked to my wife. She was scared. Of course. But she believed in me. Aww. She said, I, 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 don't, I don't know how we're going to do it, but if you decided to quit and you feel the Lord has told you to go solo, I'll support you. So uh, that's, that's basically, that, those are the main reasons why I left. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to grow. I wasn't growing. I was stagnant. I was in a small box of wake up eight, go receive your work schedule, go out to clients, meet them, solve their problems, come back, do a report, and life goes on. Yeah. And it wasn't working for me, so I was like, no. I think I, from the trends and what I'm seeing for all this time, I think I need to take this thing to the next level. Wow. Yeah. And you said something incredible earlier that the person you're complaining about the most is the one writing your story. I thought that was incredible. <laughs> Guys, uh, when they mentioned that, when Apostle mentioned that on that first session, I can assure you I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep as in I was, okay, if I'm going to be a technician, by the age 50 and retire and go back to Nebi where I come from. Wow. I'll have gotten that story that has this company employing me and having children and that is it. I was like, no. I need to write a better story of myself. Wow. I need to be a, a person of significance in this life. Wow. Did you hear that? You need to write a better story. There's always more. Don't let fear stand in the way. But Tony, I want, there's a part of your story that I know may not necessarily be 100% about business, but I find it very powerful because you brushed over it. Okay. So you talk about joining Worship Harvest and you said that by then, 2017, you had a wife and three children. But then you said you were getting married in November. We are confused. What, how would you perform that miracle where you are marrying but you have already had three children? What's the part of that story um, for you that happened at that point? Why were you getting married in 2017? What happened? Yeah, in 2012, I met my wife. I went to their home and introduced her and started staying with me. I come from a Catholic background. So I was like... I paid the parents. This thing of the wedding doesn't work for me. Let's first make money. We shall have a mega wedding when things are fine. So uh, I work, uh, I keep on mentioning Ronald Akankwase. Mr. Ronald Akankwase is the one who introduced me to this church in uh, 2016, if I don't forget. We're doing uh, the five capitals. Mm. So he says, come, come, come join. There's some good teaching with this guy. So I come join. And one of the things that struck us, me and Josephine, was we enter this room and we're seeing young couples, and they're telling us, they're married, they're married, they're married. Are we in the wrong place? As in, these are young kids, and they've committed, and they're married. So we made it a point like, okay, if we're going, we're either going to leave this place and go back where we are, or if we're going to be part of this group, we have to legalize our marriage. Wow. And that is the reason. I. I had to marry her. I, I had to make every, I, I had to. I had to walk the talk. Yeah. Yes. And is that the year you also made a decision to follow Jesus? I had gone born again way back in back, <laughs> but you know the things of getting born again, then you no be back. But now this is the real time. I wanted a change in my life. Yeah. And I believed I needed a 360 change in my life. I needed to follow Christ, I needed to do business, I needed to be a proper family man, and I wasn't going to change a few things and leave the rest around. Yes. Wow. 
I hear a lot of decisions, 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 like real commit if you're going to do something. And so this year you, is, is the year you, you, 2017, you started, you, you're in Harvest Institute, you, be, you started your business properly, you yes. got married yes. in one year. In one year. Eh, you man. A lot has been amazing. <laughs> so I want, I want to lean into these these three years okay um because also i know that you're a cohort leader in worship harvest nalia yeah that means they have oversight over four to six missional communities i mean that level of acceleration is amazing to me because in three years you got into this church family you got into a missional community you started leading one you're now leading a cohort but you're also running a business has that how, how have you been able to handle both ministry and business and all both those areas are actually thriving because many people do either or they will handle the ministry part but they can't do business or they say it's too much ministry is taking their time or people who are deeply engaged in business say you know what, I'll give towards the mission, but I'm not able to engage at that level. How have you been able to do both those things um, well? Uh, the Bible says when you, God says when you labor in my work, that will not be void. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is what we decided, is that as we grow, because the focus is not us, the focus is God. So we, I knew in, in my life, in my purpose, is that I will serve God and my family and I run a business that finances the two. Wow. So I decided that I'll purpose to serve God first through this church, through the, the anointing and uh, with my leaders, Dennis Amoko. And with that, I also run a business. I, I also look after my family. But I can't do those two without having a business that pumps in the fuel for these two. So uh, to me, I believe milestone is what it is because uh, we've dedicated our time to serving the church. And with scheduling, all of us have calendars. They say that something you give you time most is what is important to you. So we had to purpose that we're going to have time for the church and time for the family and time for the business. Do you still hear decisions, decisions? Like, is there someone who doesn't have a calendar? All of us have calendars and schedules. Tony, that's really amazing. Basically, if you've decided that something is a priority, it begins with that decision, yes. then you will make time for it. All right, let's talk about milestone. In these last three years, let's talk a little bit about numbers. You started as the self-contained sales manager, marketing, CEO, you're in charge of everything. Customer care, how have you grown since then? And what have been some of the things that have helped you grow? Like, tell us about how many people you employ in terms of turnover. How has the business grown when you started? What was coming in? Where are you now? Um, yeah, so that whole story of numbers. What does the business, how has the story looked like? All right. I, Milestone Onwards has been actively existing for the last three years. Uh, I started as a solo person with a friend of mine. And uh, like I put the story forward, I was the salesperson, I was doing everything. Then with coaching, when I joined the Gazelle team, I realized that I needed to build a team. And you can't handle a team without systems. Systems help, are the guidelines. Somebody has a responsibility as the accountant, somebody has a responsibility as a salesperson, somebody has a responsibility as the technical person. And they know what is expected of them because they are systems. And they know if I do A, 
the results will be B. If I do C, the results are going to be D. So we had to put in place systems that have helped us grow and propel. We, we've grown our finances. Uh, I think uh, our turnover was around 95 to 100 million around uh, 2017. This year, our turnover was 1 billion shillings. Come on! Now that's exponential growth. Yeah, that's like 10 times. But uh, let me talk about how you achieve all this. Uh, yes. We're an IT solutions company. We provide solutions. We identified the problem that most of, most of people around just go and buy gadgets, just go and buy computers. Most of the corporate companies say, ah, ah, we saw that server working the other side. Let's put it this side. There's, there's basically an issue of seeing somebody with something, then they bring it over. And during my technical years, I realized that I would bump into clients who have equipment that are good, but they're not doing their job. So we, we decided that our core problem that we're solving is giving people IT solutions that do their job. And most of the people I've interacted with Milestone will know that before we give you something or ask you, what are you going to use the computer for? Why do you need this printer? You know that people, when they think about printing, they think it's buying a printer. Yeah. Currently, most of the corporate companies don't buy printers. We have a solution called printer leasing. We bring the equipment to you, we service it, we put all the toners and everything, and all you do is that we give you a, a, a daily what? A, a, a monthly fee. So guess what? You don't have an overhead cost of buying a printer. You don't have maintenance cost of maintaining that printer. There's no depreciation value because you don't own the printer. Yeah. You see? So those are the solutions we're talking about. Uh, if you're going to have a call center, what do you need? Do you need there? And high-end computer? No. Do you need just a computer for communication? Are you looking at a good processor or are you looking at a good, uh, a good hard disk? So that was our problem in the field that we're trying to solve. And that's how we built our company. So we are problem solving. So we, we solve that problem. Then too, we've decided to have after-sales support and have customer care. Because the comfort you have with using our equipment is us being able to support you. So we we, we are giving comfort. We want to give you value for money. We want you to use that desktop. We want you to use that computer. We want you to have that server room doing your work. So that's the problem we're solving. Yes. But with that, then the systems come in, the finances come in, the teams come in, and then the company grows. Wow. Again, you're serving the customer. You're, thinking, you're not thinking about how much money you can make, but how can I serve the customer? How best? Because if someone is saying, I would rather not sell you the printer, because there's even a better solution that works in your favor is that it's not just about you know you're giving solutions the product delivery you also told me earlier that you try to really be quick on product delivery as a company and your customer care and I've experienced it um, as well with your with your company I, I think we've sent a couple of them and they Thank have a you. great experience Thank really you. they do they have such a good experience dealing with you guys you give options and answer too many questions and come to the lay person's you know mind to say how can we serve you and help you understand the product that you're that you're taking so let me now ask two more questions by the other people online you can engage ask questions if there's something you want to know ask questions we're going to be able to look at it and uh, people are saying they are beneficiaries of your technical solutions Esther Bwaku says so yeah people are watching and really saying yeah they that they've that they've enjoyed your services but let me ask two more questions and one is about how has you has has your faith impacted your business 
uh, in terms of as, as a business leader, how has your faith impacted you? That's the first one. Um, and then the other question that I wanted to ask is, what do you see? What do you see for this business? What, what's, the, what's the dream that you have in your heart as the vision bearer um, for, for, for Milestone Onwards Limited? Uh, thank you. Uh, we all have thoughts. Eh? We think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh, I should do this. But you don't know God is talking to you. Now, one thing that this faith of mine has helped me is that I've learned to listen to God. Wow. Eh? Milestone is not me. Milestone is God. Wow. Milestone are the words I hear from my leaders, the words of wisdom. This house is full of wisdom. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, God is milestone. Mm. I'm not milestone. I'll always listen. I'll always learn. And because I believe in the team that I've put around myself, Jen Maxwell says you are an average of your five. So I've made sure that the people around me are Chris Kawesa, who is a CEO. Eh? Wow. Yeah. There are people I'm learning from. I'm, I'm, I'm listening all the time. I'm listening to podcasts. So that is how Milestone has, grow, has been what it is. Because I listen, I act, I listen to God, and do changes as we go along. Wow. Uh, where do we see ourselves in the next five, ten years? Uh, we received a word from Apostle that we are going to be the leading vendor of Dell products in Uganda. Wow! So we want to be the warranty service center of all Dell solutions. We want to be the sought-after service solution providers for Dell brands. We want to be the people, when you think of Dell, mm. you think of Milestone. Come on. We want to have a service center in each region of the country. Wow. That's our dream in the next five years. In the next ten years, we want to cover East Africa. And Why who knows? Africa. Africa and the world. Yes. Yes, and that is biblical. Be fruitful, multiply, have dominion, subdue. And I think that you've, you've already been fruitful. Now it's time for multiplication and then dominion and then subdue and cover the earth. All right. I want to see if there are some questions coming in from our online audience. Um... Or people asking about coaching. Um, okay. If you, you need to ask a question to, for Tony specifically, and we will be able... Uh, someone is asking, how did you turn over a billion in the year of COVID? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, uh, before I started, I had relationships with people. I, I will tell you one thing. I'm one person who didn't start with capital. I didn't have capital. Yes. Uh, I had relationships with some of my companies that I was working with and one of them was Ronald Akankwasa. He'll keep on popping up because he played a big part in, in my life. These are guys who believed in me that when I offer them solutions, they give me money up front and then I go get products then supply. Wow. And another thing that I did is that as I supplied, the profit margins weren't eaten because mm -hmm. I need to build capital. I didn't have capital. So I made sure that there's a portion that is going into the business into the business. Now, along the way, a lot of businesses come up, and most of us are service, pro uh, a part of my company is service provision, which doesn't really need capital. Mm. So all that money came up, and then with the multiplication, the mathematics of heaven are different from our Come on! Yeah! So that's where we are. Yes, but there is, there is a receiving, and there is stewardship of that money. Most of us Africans, when you see money on the company account, it's your money. Mm -hmm. You need to draw that line that Milestone is milestone. 
Atida Tone is Atida Tone. Atida Tone will receive a salary of a milestone monthly. Mm -hmm. And the money that the profits that are in the company keep the company growing. Otherwise, if I mix the two, I'll go on holiday. Come on. And then the next, <laughs> the next day, I don't have money to supply products. Mm. So, yeah, that's how I think I've grown from from 99 to a billion. Wow, so lots of financial um, wisdom and lots of, what, what is it called, systems to sort of build the finances and keep them growing and multiply. Mr. Chris Kawesa will be joining us shortly to ask some more questions and sort of wrap this up even better. Um, but let's talk about growing a team because you have a team of six um, and your team is, can be your weak link or your, or your strong you know, space. As a leader, you're investing in yourself. What are some of the things on top of, like, how have you built a team that is able to deliver quality consistently? What are some of the things for someone who's watching, maybe they've started, I've seen some businesses, yesterday I had an experience with a service provider. That wasn't very good, but the, exactly the way the team leader is, is the way that people are in her absence. She tells lies. So when I came, they were telling me the exact lie that the leader had told. And I was like, Dad, now there's a culture here of deception. So as a leader, as you invest in yourself, what are some of the things that you're doing, Tony, to make sure that your team is acing it as much as you are? Uh, the first, thank you, Bethany. The first thing I did is to get in an environment of the people who are doing what I want to be. Mm. See, I, I, I got into coaching, I got into meeting with Chris Kawes and the rest because I wanted to be what they are. That's the first thing I did. And on building a team, to me, it's character. It's character, character, character. Skills can be taught. That's true. Eh? Skills can be developed, but you need people of good character to work with you. And people who can buy into your vision mm. and take it forward. Then when you have a team, you need systems, because they're going to give you guidelines. The accountant will know that appetite cash doesn't go beyond this amount in a weekly. So she will budget for that and make sure you're within those limits. So the systems help you guide that. But the important thing is, as a leader, mm. you need to keep on feeding and getting new things. Otherwise, you'll not have new ideas for your team. And your team is looking at you for everything that you're doing. Get into business areas, get into podcasts. I've gotten a lot of referrals of podcasts from Apostle. Mm. Enter leadership by uh, Dave Ramsey. Get into feeding your, feed yourself. Get into people who are in your circles. I'm currently pursuing a gentleman called Tono Towa. <laughs> yes, I'm pursuing him. Why? I've looked at his profile. He's, the lead, he's leading a business incubator at Stanbeck. I want to get into his circle. Wow. So that's how you, that's how you grow. That's how you, you take your business to the next level. You, mm. you, you know? So that is the thing. You need to grow you as a business leader. Then two, you need to have a team that has integrity and they're good at character. But then three, you need systems in, in place to help you, guide you through and sell you through. Wow. So dear business leader, who are you determined to get into your circles this year? If there is no one, that's an opportunity for growth. You need to think. Who am I pursuing? What do I want to become? Who is there? Who can I get into my space? And I have to keep growing. What, what, if we asked you right now, would you tell us what you're listening to, who you're listening to, what things are feeding you so that you can continue to lead? Mr. Ariho Kamara has asked a question. What would you say has been the biggest business decision 
or turning point of your company and why? That would be the last question we take before Mr. Chris Kawesa takes over. I think uh, getting coaching. Wow. Because if I hadn't gone into Gazelle with Chris and Soboga, I wouldn't have known that I'm a one-man show. Mm. I wouldn't have known the importance of uh, teams. I wouldn't have known the importance of systems. I wouldn't have known about the main thing of, of, of having a solution. The money will always come provided you have a solution. Business people don't focus on making the money. Focus on having a sellable solution to the market and the money will flow. So I think to me those are the main three things. But the main thing is getting coaching, learning, learning, then implementing what I've learned, putting up teams, uh, putting up systems in place. <clears throat> then three is that having a constant solution that keeps on, because in team of teams, uh, General Stanley talks about the changing wave, eh? like the, the businesses we're running currently are so much. Change. So you have to have dynamic team and thinking of being up to date with your solution. Mm. Facebook is always updating things. Yeah. These guys are always coming up. So you need to be fine-tuning your solution all the time. Others are going to be kicked out. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Wow, 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 wow. And right now, I hand over to Mr. Chris Kawesa, who is the leader of Business Garage here at Worship Harvest, to just help us bring some more wisdom and just wrap this thing up. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Pastor P3. Uh, Tony, you're very welcome. Thank you. You've been hiding for long. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah? Tony has been hiding for long, but finally, he's out of there. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for sharing your story, Tony. Another outlier. Every business person knows that you don't make a billion shillings in three years. My friend. In a competitive service, yeah. like selling uh, uh, IT equipment and mm. computers. It's a very tight industry. Mm. Uh, there are so many people who get cheap products uh, from their mother countries who come and just alienate uh, local business people. Mm. So, thank you. We celebrate you for that. We thank do. you. And thank I you. know someone is encouraged. And and I've, I've seen a lot of acceleration in his story first of all that is acceleration in itself and then the things he has done in three years <laughs> everything around him I know sometimes business people people don't know what else you have behind you yeah. so he's leading in church he's leading a business he has a family and in three years he's seen great super acceleration yes. so we celebrate you for that yeah. thank you uh, one of the things I really want to celebrate you've talked of a gentleman Ronald Akankwasa Yes. He's a destiny helper. Yes. Yes. Because everything you've talked about is Ronald, Ronald, Ronald. And sometimes uh, you don't know where to run to when you have a problem, when you need help. But we all business people need those people we can go to. So Ronald, we celebrate you. Yes. You've really helped this gentleman to where he is. And we should look out for those people, but also ask to help our people out there in their destinies. And in the same light you've talked about, business environments it has also come up a lot environments environments as business people you can't walk a lonely journey it's very tough when something URA comes to you and you don't know where to go when a client is not paying and you don't know where to go and when you go to environments and then people tell you ah that one is very simple yeah. don't worry about it one day a friend of mine came and had a debt of five million shillings a business loan of five million shillings and the bank was on this case 
at that time I had mine was about 50 million shillings so I told him I'm here having coffee now I was seated with a friend a business person who had the loan of 2 billion shillings and he was going to pay he was like this guy has 2 billion I have 5 you have sit and have coffee you know and the man relaxed yeah not to encourage loans but sometimes in a situation where you need to hear from someone else to stay comfortable and move on the guy told him, I have two billion. Said, sit, I buy you coffee. Let's talk about this. <laughs> so the business environments that you're in, the environments you're in also are critical. Yeah? Now, uh, your spouse, your wife, mm. Mm? she supported your family. She supported you and told you, it's okay. Go on, we shall hustle together uh, in this thing. Now, I just have uh, one question. Uh, the IT world, like you said, can be, disrupt, can be disrupted easily. And uh, you, want to get, uh, yeah, you want to get a day license and all that. Just give us, what, what do you plan between now and wherever? We had a word uh, uh, on this church. Our apostle told us the next five years are very critical. Yeah. Tell us, with a disruption in your sector. And the other day, uh, Don, uh, President Donald Trump's Twitter account was closed. Wow. It's a very fragile industry. Myself, I've been in that sector. I studied IT, uh, but I quit because you could not keep up. Softwares are changing. Tomorrow you have the best product. The next minute there's another product. Just tell us the story. How, what exactly are you doing to keep yourself updated in your business? Because you can easily... Your biggest asset can also be your biggest liability. What exactly are you doing to just keep afloat and go above the rest? Uh, first of all, I will tell you that people are suffering in COVID. You aren't. I'll tell you, we had the, <laughs> not the best sales, but hard sales, because everybody was grabbing a laptop to go work from home. Oh, yes. So having sales, having business running. But the question is, how am I keeping myself up to date, not to be... Yes, limited in the business. Uh, the first thing is you need to identify, or what we've done is that we've identified the products you need to work with. We've got, a, we've got an accreditation from them. Every new thing that comes on the market is first set down to us to test the waters. And you know what happens? I become the pioneer of a new solution to the market because they are test running it through us and we're pushing it to the market and then we're getting, giving them feedback. Another thing that we are constantly driving home right now and what we want to make one of our core points is customer feedback and support. For us African companies, especially in Uganda, when you sell, the man has come and we kind of tend to forget the what? The customers. And one thing that sells to the customer is that, comp that me getting back to you and asking you, how is your computer working yes. by the way? What's up with your laptop? That gives you, gives you two things. First, you see that I care. But then two, I get feedback of the solution I supplied, whether it's good and I need to change or I need to up it. So yes, so uh, customer feedback and customer support is our key area. Then also partnering with the inventors and manufacturers to be pushing through new products and solutions through us for test running so that every time you think, ah, by the way, that thing was supplied by the other company first. Yeah, that's how we're keeping up with the game. Awesome, awesome. So business people, you have to keep yourself updated by the minute. Yeah? Yes. By, it doesn't matter the, what kind of business you're in. Someone can come and just alienate you because of something very small. All right? So uh, as we close, uh, we have a word, uh, Isaiah 6-22. What's your journey? You, you have to become a thousand and your business a nation. 
Yeah. And yes. this is going to be a call for every business person in worship harvest. That's the word uh, God gave to our apostle. And we are going to leave it. Tell us what do you have in plan for the thousand and for the nation? Uh, we were planning to grow for the thousand by having a service center. After acquiring the girl license of support, we'll have a service center in every region of the country. Now the service center will have all the sales and support team and also the after sales service. That is our a thousand. Then for the nation, we want to take over East Africa and Africa. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Awesome story. Uh, Pastor B3, over yes, to you. Yes, sir. My goodness, let's first celebrate Mr. Tony Atida. I warned you, so much inspiration, so much wisdom, and so much practical, apl applicable, applicable stuff that you can take, whether you're a business person or not. Like whatever it is that you're pursuing in life, if you're a person of purpose, I think that today there was a lot said that we can all go and do. And, and the big thing for me is growth. Like pursue growth as a leader, as a human being. Do you have dreams? Are you moving towards them? Do you have destiny helpers? Are, do you even have people you're pursuing? If you don't have a vision, he didn't have capital. And that's what Apostle Mose told us the other day, that you don't need capital, you need a vision. Because if you have the capital with no vision, uh, that capital is in trouble. So do you have a vision for your life? Or this is the beginning of the year. It's an opportunity for you to stop and say, what do I really want? And how can I get there? And so Tony, thank you so much for sharing with thank us you. your wisdom. And right now I want to speak to someone who's watching. You're watching us right now and you've never made a decision to follow Jesus. If you are really listening, you realize that when Tony became serious about his faith is when things started turning around tremendously. And so I want to invite you today because Jesus wants to take your life and do something very significant with it. When you really come to him, you're not giving him anything. He's giving to you. And you're just handing over your problems, your troubles, your whatever, and he's giving you a new life, a life full of abundance so i want to invite you today to make a decision to follow jesus maybe you made a decision long ago and you walked away or maybe you've never made that decision today is the day of your salvation and it's very simple you just need to believe in your heart confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and just like that you're born again and then you get into a family which we call a missional community here where they work with you and help you make sense of what the life of faith is and then you start to see incredible growth and success so go ahead and repeat this simple prayer of faith after me say lord jesus i invite you into my life to be my lord and savior today i confess that i am born again take my life and do something significant with it in Jesus' name, amen. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.